Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we thought Starship Week was over, but we're going to talk about Starship one more time before we move on to some more NASA news and uh, other spaceflight news for tomorrow. But this is also NASA, so it's, it's a little bit of both worlds. And SpaceX's next test flight, the IFT-3, with a Starship vehicle, is drawing attention for its potential role in the NASA's Artemis lunar missions. A recent statement from NASA official Lakeisha Hawkins highlights a significant increase in the number of required launches for Artemis lunar landing, suggesting in the high teens to 20s compared to SpaceX's previous estimates. The previous estimates were about 10, 8 to 10 to probably up to 15 at most. And at a NASA Advisory Council meeting, Hawkins from NASA's Moon to Mars program office outlined the necessity of multiple Starship missions. Now, the plan involves using SpaceX's Texas pad and a new one at the Kennedy Space Center that they're building right now. And the strategy is crucial for sending a lander to the moon for Artemis 3. Now, the operational concept for Starship's lunar lander, part of the Human Landing System, HLS, program, demands several launches of the Starship's super heavy system. This includes launching a propellant depot into orbit, followed by tanker starships that will transfer fuel to that depot. The lander version of Starship will then rendezvous with the depot for refueling before heading to the moon. In the exact number of necessary launches had been a subject of debate, and they'll continue working on this until they get it right. NASA's recent presentation at the International Astronautical Congress didn't specify a number, only mentioning the need for multiple launches. Now, Hawkins' estimate of high teens is driven by concerns over propellant loss, known as boil-off, at the depot in orbit. Now, achieving the Artemis schedule and managing fuel loss requires rapid, successive launches. These will occur from both Boca Chica, Texas, and Kennedy Space Center's Launch Complex 39A on a six-day rotation. NASA's choice of Starship for the HLS program has been criticized primarily due to the high number of launches. And the Government Accountability Office, responding to protests from Blue Origin and Dynetics, noted SpaceX's plan for 16 launches per lunar mission. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, however, disagreed, stating in 2021 that a maximum of eight tanker launches should suffice, possibly as few as four. The development of the Starship lander is a crucial component of Artemis III. Alongside other elements like new spacesuits from Axiom Space and a docking port on Orion, Jim Free, NASA's Associate Minister for Exploration Systems Development, emphasized the importance of these various components for the mission success. 
at the upcoming launch of IFT-3 after the IFT-2 launch of Starship was deemed a success, though it did explode a few times. The booster made it to the flip maneuver and hot staging was successful, but the booster disintegrated very shortly after the flip maneuver started and it took them uh, a couple seconds to disintegrate the whole thing. It was either a fuel system issue where the fuel was sloshing within the booster and detonated itself or something along the boosters, or there was a compromise in the booster which made it disintegrate on its own. We're not quite sure yet. Elon and SpaceX has not released that information yet. But the Starship kept going. Hot staging was a huge success. Starship kept going for a few more minutes. They lost contact with it over the ocean, and it was detonated or something happened to it. We're not exactly sure yet, but the flight termination system is the most likely culprit for this. And they lost the ship. But it was a huge success because they achieved hot staging, which was the major hurdle that they wanted to overcome for this launch. They cleared the tower. They made it to the Kármán line, above the Kármán line, into space, technically into space. They didn't make it to orbital velocity, but they did make it above the Kármán line. So this is the first starship to make it above the Kármán line and into technical space. Now, IFT-3 is going to be a pivotal launch for Starship and for Elon Musk and SpaceX. If they successfully launch, flip the booster, hot stage, soft land the booster in the Gulf of Mexico, and then belly smacker the ship off the coast of Hawaii, it will be a resounding success. And next stop will be orbit. Now, when they make it to orbit, what will they do? They'll probably do Starlink, release some Starlinks into orbit. They might do something fancy like release a, a Cybertruck into orbit. I'm not 100% sure, but it's a huge step forward for SpaceX and the HLS program. Now, if they do make it to orbit, that'll be a test for a tanker system. And they may have a tanker system in the works right now that they can send up to orbit to do some preliminary testing and see if they can dock with it with the Starship because they need to do a bunch of these docks. According to Elon, eight. And according to other people, 16 launches per lunar mission. So if they can do it once, they can repeat this numerous times. And this will just be from the from the uh, Boca Chica site at Starbase, Texas. So that'll be an interesting thing for SpaceX to do in the next, I think it's going to happen in the next year. I think they're going to put a tanker in orbit next year. And I believe the IFT-3 mission will be early next year. Elon Musk actually just posted on Twitter X today, X formerly known as Twitter, that he believes the hardware for the next IFT-3 flight will be ready in three to four weeks. So if the flight will be ready in three to four weeks, the hardware is ready in three to four weeks, the landing or the launch pad, which according to Elon Musk on Twitter as well, the land, the launch pad is perfectly fine. They don't really have to replace anything. Maybe there are a few things that they have to dust off, but it seems like it's a, a pretty good, it's in a pretty good spot right now. So maybe they just have to do some refurbishment and they have to hoist up the booster and the ship and get it ready and do some testing. And it'll be flight ready in three to four weeks. And there's a possibility that the FAA 
after the investigation with SpaceX that the FAA allows them to do an IFT-3 launch by the end of this year. So if they can get one done by the end of this year, they'll have at least five launches next year, possibly more if they petition for more launches because they need it for the Artemis program. They need to fly hundreds of these ships before the Artemis program. They also have to fly hundreds of these ships before they even put a person in them, according to Gwen Shotwell, the COO of SpaceX. It's going to be an interesting next six months. Please stick with us here on the show because I'll bring you as much information as I can as soon as I can get it for you about SpaceX, Starship, NASA, HLS, and all spaceflight. So please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you in the next episode. Tomorrow, actually. I do them every day. Usually about 10 minutes or under. Also, could you please hit the subscribe button or the follow button on your podcast platform? It helps us out tremendously, and we can continue to grow the show because of you. You can become part of our flight crew. Thank you so much for that. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll see you tomorrow.